0: episode
1: Yeah. This is, how, what are you dressing up as
0: mm, how about this how about i uh, and this is a recommendation for all our listeners good halloween costume why don't you try dressing up like a christian who doesn't celebrate pagan rituals huh how about that <laughs> how about that costume
1: what what is that what, what does that entail
0: chinos khaki chinos from mervyn's <laughs> Mervin's, i'm glad that it's <laughs> <laughs> a time machine we're gonna I mean, yeah, it's not open anymore, but you can still get them get them online. Uh, the
2: look, you can still get the merbons look. There's some real boutique places I want places you to look like it. you
0: just walked out of the fucking Red Apple sale. <laughs>
2: <laughs> Did have a Red Apple sale. Yeah. I think that was wasn't that school related? Back to open, school days. Open open, open. <laughs> uh, <laughs> how many Murban's references can we make? In <laughs> <Sorry. laughs> this and what is the proportionality of the more Mervyn's references we make, the more people who decide more, I'm not listening to this anymore. Uh, <laughs> this isn't for me.
1: You know, we've got a we had a we've had a massive influx of Swedish listeners in just hey, Swedish, the last like two weeks. Swedish? Yeah. I love oh, your music, Swedes are fucking
0: cool. I, love, yeah. your, I love your yeah. rock and roll bands. But they don't mm-hmm. have Mervyn's. Well, we should yeah, we should say. Well, we Mervyn's Mervin's Mervin's was a short lived department store, I guess, like a lower lower mm-hmm. budget. It was like cheaper. It's around
1: sixty years.
0: It was really 60 years. Um, it was lower end, but yeah, I got, I did a lot of, uh, my mom would take me there for sc- new school clothes, open, which open, consisted open. of, <laughs> <laughs> consisted of a new pair of airwalks, uh, yeah. which were knockoff Vans shoes. Yeah. And I don't know, maybe, maybe a pair of pants. You know, I'll say superior to Vans though. I do not like Vans. Uh, you know, I hate to even be this. I hate to even talk about the aging like this, but uh-huh. I can't. Like, I'm, I'm, I'm a couple years away from wearing like Mick Jagger shoes, like big, uh, like, like moon boots, know, like moon like, boots, <laughs> just to walk around. I'm never well, not stability. Yeah, I'm never not in pain because of the shoes that I'm wearing. Right. And it's not, uh-huh. and they're not like. I mean, they're they're like Vans or like Adidas or something like that, and right. I don't. I don't like the rounded
2: toe of vans is what I was mm. mostly referencing. But you're a but tall guy, is- Mike. You're a tall guy. You've got yeah. you've got long legs. Just every step you take is a pile driver into the concrete.
1: It's true. It yeah. Tears your, it's it not is- good for your feet. Each of your steps is three or four of mine or Brian's.
2: Uh, don't throw me in there with that. I'm
0: maybe a fraction of more of a
2: step than me,
0: but Well, and it's not just that. It's the force that I don't sure it is, I don't traipse around. Mm-hmm. I don't like you right. know when I when I walk it's with force and my you know my sensei told me that every step should be like I'm trying to break the concrete. It <laughs> that doesn't seem like anything a sensei would say. I'd be like they would they would more
2: there would be more gliding across you know, don't tear the paper type stuff.
0: But. No, that's oh, that's yeah, for that's true. for that's for pussy martial arts. That's for capoeira, uh, 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 fedora <laughs> of martial arts.
1: Mm-hmm. Which of the martial arts do you study? I study
0: jiu jitsu times eleven. Oh yeah, I've heard of that. <laughs> yeah, it's not it's not regular. It's they kept making it more deadly, um, it's basically how to kill. Every move is a kill move. That's a kill. Uh-huh. That's a kill. That's a kill. That's a kill. Oh, so it's. So Tommy Lee Jones. Yeah, Tommy place. Lee Jones is <laughs> Tommy Lee Jones is actually he he taught most of us how to do it. Um uh-huh. it was a special class in uh down in the San Fernando Valley and he had a little little, little dojo in a strip mall and uh very mm-hmm. very unassuming because that's how Tommy yeah. likes to do it. And we would just go in there and learn the deadly art of Lee Fu. As we as we call it, that's our nickname for it. Li Lee Fu. Li Lee, Lee Lee
1: Wow. Do
2: the, do the Swedes practice a martial art? Is there a is there a
0: fighting style that is the
1: Vikings? The Berserker.
0: Yeah, berserker. Berziak, <laughs> are, are there are
2: there current berserkers? They is that take like
0: mushrooms a, and and, just, and wildly flail around their axes <laughs> and just scream. Are they screaming right now as they hear this? Are they just people who decided I, just to start screaming? Swedes and I've because I've been over there a couple uh-huh. times, and they're not all blonde. They're, that was the, the only right. fallacy. Not all blonde. Mm-hmm. Thing is, I don't think they. I don't think they have to fight because they're all so goddamn good looking. Uh, okay. right. that anyone, anyone that would want to attack them is immediately sort of like bewitched or be twittered or you know, and just kind of like falls under their blue-eyed gaze.
2: Now, is that because in the Viking days when they raided villages and kidnapped people, they only kidnapped the most attractive people for their Swedish selective breeding program? This is
1: starting to sound like eugenics.
2: Well, I mean, eugenics
0: was all the rage until about 100 years ago. I'm not saying I'm not a proponent. And what you're suggesting is is let's bring back the old days. (laughs) That's right. That's right. We need to have more county fairs where families are judged. Butter jeans. Uh, I don't know. No, I don't know why the, I don't know why they're so goddamn good looking over there. I mean, probably better diet. And uh, I
2: think that's what Jimmy the Greek told me. I don't. I'm not sure. Yeah. <laughs>
1: hey. Uh, Way to make a 1989
2: reference, Brian. Oh, Mike brought up Mervin's.
0: Yeah. I can talk about Jimmy, Jimmy the Greek. Jimmy The Greek probably shopped at Mervin's occasionally. Red apple sale. Oh, I bet. That's where he got those. Open. Those fashion forward sports coats. Yeah, open. open yeah, you probably didn't get the chain or the the transition shaded glasses there, mm-hmm. but every you know probably a shirt or something. Some of the hush puppy style right. shoes, the real thick ones. Maybe I should start wearing those, like those wallaby hush puppy shoes, like Skechers. No, I'm thinking there's like these old man, real thick soled kind mm-hmm. of slip on. Oh, no. I don't know what they're called. They're just—I mean, I—I I think that's it. I just got to start looking into like old, like jail shoes. These Ooh. are like basically very nice versions of jail shoes. They're like leather. They're not like made out of. Uh, oh, out of like the the. I do have some of those. What they call them? Winos. I've got a. I've got a pair of those. Those canvas. Canvas, yeah, Flip-ons. yeah, right. Are
1: you guys ready to get started now that Mike has alienated all of our listeners? I've not so,
0: alienated anyone. I've, right. but I'm into Alien Nation and the TV show. Yeah, mm. oh, another
1: 1989 reference. Way yeah. to go! I'm coming Just with into them the movie. Fast and
0: quick. There's the movie, and then there is the TV show as well. Yeah,
2: was anyone from the movie in the TV show? Maybe the guy who played the alien.
0: Gene Hackman was in the movie, right? No, the movie was James Caan and maybe like
1: Mandy Patinkin or something like that.
2: Was it James Caan after back injury or before back injury?
1: It was Mandy Patinkin. Yeah. And then I think Terrence Stamp was the bad guy, it looks like.
2: You have an uncanny movie person.
1: Memory. No, I just looked it. I looked it up on. I'd never seen that. No, oh, no.
2: You you verified. I'm 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 giving these kudos to Michael. Well, thank oh, you, okay. Michael. Thank you for Maddie the Patinkin. most
1: fucking
0: useless talent that a human can have. It <laughs> <laughs> that means a lot. Got to play the cards you're dealt. Yeah, and I was only given uh, fucking Yu-Gi-Oh cards.
1: <laughs> you know what they say about Yu-Gi-Oh. Okay, you guys ready to get started here?
0: Mm, I'm drinking Yo, tea. Why can't I? What are you drinking tea for? Like matcha, matcha tea? You trying to stay up all night? Eh, I'm pretty sleepy, so I'm trying to make it through this. Yeah, I think is matcha that also, now, does that make you erect as well? (laughs) Oh, I am. I don't know if it's the tea. Yeah. (laughs) It's hard to know sometimes. It's hard to know. I should do an experiment, I guess.
1: Welcome to the International News Service. We're your hosts. I'm Kevin Harrison, along with
0: I am Brian Camp. And I am Mike Weeby from the high deserts of Austin <laughs> Did you do texts? that one last week? Probably listen. You, you know, know what? <laughs> There's some, bullshit, people like, some people like some people like some consistency. They, they like being reminded. It's a, that was a callback to last week. We
2: pioneered the callback system, the mm-hmm. modern callback system.
1: It is true that before this podcast, no one had ever made a callback before. mm A lot of people don't give us credit for that. No,
0: they don't. A lot of people don't give us a lot of credit. we'll just keep reminding them. Yes. I mean, (laughs) that's what you have to do when you're owed something in
1: life. That's right. So this week is our Halloween episode.
0: Halloween.
1: Halloween. (laughs) We've got two creepy news stories, a creepy arts and culture story. And then Mike has a news story. And get to know your podcast.
0: Is there any chance yeah, it it's creepy? More of a, it's, it's a Halloween. It's a Halloween story. It's, a, it's
1: not really a get to know. I don't know
0: what to title this. This is more of a okay. get to scare your podcast. Get to scare your podcast. I, I've don't. i never referenced this. I don't think we've ever referenced this before, but it probably comes into play. And maybe it will come into play before the end of the episode. So this is like a call forward. Maybe. Yes. Yeah. This is a call forward because I'm going to talk not? about it later. Is there
2: not a better word for that? I feel like no. There's...
1: We've we've coined it.
2: Oh, all right, we're calling forward. <laughs> yeah.
1: In six forward. months, you're gonna hear "call forward" everywhere. It's mm-hmm. foreskin shadowing.
0: <laughs> <You know>? <laughs> <laughs> Which some people think is when you airbrush your dick, but it's actually
1: <laughs> you airbrush your dick onto something, or you airbrush something no, on on your dick. Your dick. Oh, you're okay. shadowing
0: yeah. your dick. It's like putting mascara on your dick. Mm-hmm. Foreskin okay. shadowing. Yeah. It's a lot easier than cross hatching with a pencil.
1: That's true. Yeah, it'd take a long time. So our first story comes to us from My Modern Met, and uh, it's important to note here that this story is from July because it's kind of a Halloweeny story. But you get the real the real terror when you realize this is the middle of summer.
0: Halloweeny makes you think of hot dogs.
1: Everything makes you think of hot dogs, yeah.
0: Brian. Summer is kind of scary because that's when a time when people know what you did. Last one. (laughs) You know? Think about that. The
1: Swedes. The Swedes eat hot dogs. I mean, they must have some kind of sausages or something, right?
0: They're a culture of sausages and strange, yeah. strange meats that seem foreign. That to me, fish, well, a lot of fish. Right.
1: Yeah, a lot of fish. Right.
0: They're getting they're nitrates somewhere because they're awfully good looking. Yeah, I mean, I would assume yeah. that. I mean, they're definitely look like, you know, you can't be real good looking and be low on nitrates. <laughs> Not at all.
1: So something is stalking the streets and scaring residents in this small town of Albertville, Alabama.
0: I bet it's swim fan.
1: No, it's not. Not not
0: named after Eddie Albertville.
1: Are any of our references going to be anything anybody understands tonight?
0: <laughs> okay, well, fucking hey, Kanye West just came to the show. Was, Look at him; I he's an asshole. <laughs> is that what you people want?
1: <laughs> current bullshit think, like that? Well, current. It was two weeks ago now that when they
0: Kanye West is current right now. Just today, he's been talking about how he's going <laughs> to war with the Jews. That was yesterday,
1: and he's not talking about it anymore because he's been deplatformed.
0: He's going to figure out a way to talk about it.
1: (laughs) So anyway, according Eddie Albertville, yeah, we're Albertville, Alabama. Something on the street is scaring the residents. According to one resident, "quote I was remodeling a house in the area, and me and some of my employees were headed home, and that's when they saw something." She said, "quote When we got closer to him, we saw that it was real. It scared the heck out of us." And she added they responded by, quote, screaming like little kids. Just who they saw was a real-life, accurate-sized Chucky doll from the Child's Play movies, and he was wandering through the neighborhood. She said they turned around to get a better look, and that's when she noticed it was actually a little boy, and he had removed the Chucky mask he had been wearing. The woman said it was lucky that the boy hadn't been out sooner because, quote, my brother, Zach, who is a Marine was working on the house the day before his biggest fear in the entire world is Chucky. So he would have died on the spot. The woman posted pictures to social media. I love, eventually- I
0: love the power and the strength of our military service. <laughs> I'm <a little> concerned. <laughs> you know, I'm, I'm, I'm really proud of, you know, that we have the strongest military might. Mm-hmm. And, and that really mm-hmm. comes down to each individual soldier. <laughs> you know that yeah. what they're training, And now now Brian you were you did the navy. Now I know Marines are f- famously scared of uh, Chucky but it is right. I believe it's uh I believe it's Pumpkinhead that people in yes. the navy are scared <laughs> of. Yes.
2: I don't even I wish you wouldn't even
0: bring it up but yes.
2: yes. We have a lot of training on on recognizing false yeah. from true Pumpkinheads. Yeah. Wow.
1: The woman posted pictures on social media and eventually the boy's mother saw them. She said he's five years old and he just loves dressing up, especially as Chucky.
2: Well, well, yeah, maybe don't put a five-year-old's pictures on the Internet without their parents' permission. That's problem what? one, right?
0: Well,
1: that if something
0: goes down, he'll kill them. Yeah, that's true. You know, you've got to have evidence of Chucky's coming after you.
2: Isn't there a Chucky TV show? Are we sure this is some sort TV of... a Chucky TV
0: show now. There's probably guerrilla marketing. Guerrilla marketing. Yeah. Yeah. I could see that. So, but I wasn't far off when my first, my initial guess was Swim Fan because, you know, <laughs> Chucky, Freddy Cougar, you know, Michael Myers, Jason Voorhees, and Swim Fan are probably like the five big scary horror movie
1: icons. Right. Was Was it Swim Fan? Just the girl from the movie Traffic. I mean, it was portrayed by, yes. And she was the victim. Yeah,
0: Erica Erica Christensen. No, she's the bad guy. <laughs> oh, no. Well, she's I'm, the bad I guy? Don't need to watch it now, I guess. It, this is very upfront. Oh, is it? I mean, she, yeah, this is, she's, it's very upfront that she's <laughs> In the she commercials, a, those,
1: they make it look like she's she the victim. Is a swim
0: fan. One of those good uh-huh. horror movies where they she fucking give it all makes away. a dude come in a pool and then he doesn't fall in love with her and she gets mad and oh, she does not like it. And she sees to it that everything around him goes down in flames.
1: Uh, is that why you can't come in a pool?
0: I don't go swimming. I don't swim. Because <laughs> of the movie Swim Fan, I will not step foot in a pool.
1: Well, then you God. could never come in a pool if you if you don't step foot in it, I'm just saying. Well, I mean, if, if, if there
0: was conclusive proof that Swim <laughs> Fan and her ilk were all destroyed, then yeah, I could go in a pool. I could ejaculate. They could shoot out <laughs> giant... Giant white silken rhythm ribbons through through the water. Just, I mean, I don't I don't think Erica just, Christensen just is gonna... pearl pearl colored tendrils shooting out across from the deep end to the shallow. But until there's a world where I'm sure that swim fans not going to run in there, then I'm not going to get any pools, Placid <laughs> or erect.
1: I'm pretty sure you're not going to be around Erica Christensen anytime soon or ever. Well, but she's portraying swim fan. I'm not. What about right. real swim fan? Real swim
0: fan is a different thing. Yeah. Yeah. I mean,
1: wasn't this the AOL days that? would real swim fan, probably doesn't exist anymore. No,
0: no. Yeah. They're probably even more powerful now. They're on TikTok. They're on. They're on fucking uh, Instagram, Snapchat, Friendster. LimeWire. That is a dangerous one. Probably has a Reddit page. Probably does Twitch. Mm-hmm. There's a Twitch account. Friendster, that's, that's probably not Friendster. I don't think Friendster is up and running anymore.
1: GeoCities,
0: oh, they probably got a counter. Yeah, that might be true. probably
1: broken though. It's mm-hmm. usually broken.
2: What eight-bit song plays behind Swim Fans oh,
1: GeoCities page? Wow. Yeah, it's that theme to Jaws." <laughs> Just <laughs>
0: real <laughs> tinny. Oh, yeah. <laughs>
1: <laughs> so, what was your best costume? Your scariest costume when you were a kid? Were you allowed to have a scary costume?
0: Yeah, yeah. Yeah, like my, my parents with all their religiousness, uh, were pretty soft on Halloween. Halloween really wasn't I think because it's more like the there's just like a norm about that. Like it was I don't know, like none even like the even like the Baptist church that I had to go to didn't seem to be, there was a couple people there that were like, you're playing with your soul, you know, why don't you come yeah. to church that night? But like, it wasn't even really like, did y'all not
2: have one of those, did your church not put on one of those, uh, hell house things? Oh uh, no, we didn't Or like, like one of the, like, you know, I, here's what, here's what's going to happen to your soul. If you, it's an
0: abortion. <laughs> that's right. That's well, always that's the last room. Chick track. The, I, the don't room. That, yeah. I don't think Clarice. that, I don't think that I don't think that the Hell Houses. By the time you know we graduated high school, I think I don't think that the Hell Houses started up until like later. I feel like Hell House was more of like a late '90s thing.
1: I feel like Uh, it was like a legendary, like it was something you'd see in a movie, but like the actual people doing, you know, that stuff was probably late '90s.
2: I mean, it was it did catch on. I mean, and it might have been because a few people did it. Then it was just enough to put it in a movie because it was a funny thing to put in a movie. And then a bunch of people said, Hey, that's not a bad idea. Let's do it. And let's have yeah, it is the last room is always the abortion room.
0: know uh, no anesthetic. <laughs> no no
2: anesthetic. <laughs> right. No, I've changed my mind. Too late. It's too late. I already <laughs>
0: turned the machine on.
2: <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> like, well, that was also trick-or-treating in the era. And 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 I, I will be interested to hear what you guys think about this because okay. maybe it is just your perspective when you're a kid. When I was of prime trick or treating age, yeah, most of Halloween was like
1: 35,
2: right? Most of Halloween was just really for kids. I don't, I don't see, I don't have the yeah. impression that there was the same amount of insane adult Halloween stuff. Like there were slasher movies and stuff, yeah. I yeah. think, yeah,
1: I think like the adult Halloween parties were also mostly in movies, like, yeah, yeah like the crazy
2: costume party. Like, who had those? Who has those yeah. now? Ah, uh, people do. I, I mean, yeah, like now. in
1: college, I definitely went to like some kind of yeah. crazy. All right. I mean, I didn't.
0: Sure. I, I, I definitely think that. Yeah, like there was always. I guess I should tell the listener I was in college for there's 13 always years. Halloween stuff. <laughs> but I, I don't think. Yeah, I mean, there wasn't like <laughs> Home Depot didn't have a giant Halloween section with like you know. Oh no! no. Enormous house-sized. A, a giant inflatable spider that's the size of your entire roof of a right. house you know like right. I, I, there is there definitely has been a big push for adult halloween i i, I feel like for sure like i mean maybe it, it feels like it was a very little kid related and then maybe if parents dressed up it was for the little kids to do with, mm-hmm. with the little right. kids i mean i'm sure always like teens and stuff have been having fun but like i don't have anything to back this up but i do agree that i feel like it we went from a uh, From in our youth when it was like for little kids even, you Uh know, there was like grade school and under to like now where it's like fully, it's fun for the whole family. Although for some of the family, it involves drugs and sex, slutty costumes. All
1: right. Now you're talking my language. I'm going
0: to be a slutty cop. I'm going to be a slutty fireman. I'm going to be a slutty sex worker. (laughs) I guess they aren't always one and the same. Yeah, for sure not, you know.
1: Just because it's their job doesn't mean that, yeah. you know, it's yeah. what they take home with them.
2: Yeah. Right. Yeah. Just like if you, you work at a fast food joint, you probably don't like it.
1: Probably don't make you hamburgers do when you come home.
0: Last thing you want to do. Slutty fast food employee. <laughs> be a great costume. <laughs> Slutty Wendy's fry cook. That would be a great homemade costume.
2: Get yourself some wrappers. Make some like yeah. pasties for right. out of the the wrapping. And
1: If any of our listeners... Send us a picture. I'm going
0: to be slutty Dave. I'm going to be slutty Dave Thomas. <laughs>
1: that's a great costume. If any of our listeners send us a picture dressed as slutty Dave Thomas, I will send a you a sticker.
0: It's
2: going to be more than that. I'll send you a, a sticker, a button. We'll ole you into
0: our Patreon for a year or two.
1: Yeah. Okay. That sounds mm. good.
0: I saw. Uh, I don't know if I told you. I saw our patron subscriber Jacob in oh, San nice. Francisco. Yeah, he came out to the San Francisco Dracula show.
1: I thought he told me he didn't live in the U.S.
0: I, I, don't, I don't. I don't. know what I didn't read. that Or at just all, a stranger but, uh, identified as Jacob, and
2: yeah, maybe it was. Maybe it was that. Well, you know, if it's if we were talking to Mike's mom, then
0: California might as well be another country Ooh, anyway, right? Yeah, might oh, as well no. be. Uh-huh. And mom. If you're listening, and I know you're not, it is still crazy out there. I lied. (laughs) (laughs) Did we solve? Did we solve the Chucky thing? Was this
2: guerrilla
1: marketing? Was this five
2: year old on the payroll a big? I I, I
1: think if it was guerrilla marketing, it would have appeared in more places, or at least one place bigger than Albertville, Alabama, Alabama. population twenty thousand. It's outside of I think Jackson. Carrie Fisher grew up there. That's not true. She grew up in L.A. Well, eventually, but yeah. (laughs)
0: Like her, t- well, in a years. lot, of, in a
1: lot of ways, she grew up
0: on screen.
1: Before well, Mary okay, eyes. that's who, fair. Who voiced Chucky? Carrie Fisher. Is <laughs> <laughs> it? It's, it's not
0: Brad Dorff. Is yeah, it, it
1: is Brad Dorff.
0: Brad Dorff. He uh, he was uh, grimal worm Wormtongue in yes. uh, in Lord of the Rings movies. Yeah. Oh. Billy? He was Billy Bibbit, the stuttering kid that kills himself in uh yep. one flew over the cuckoo's nest. Yeah, he's in lots of stuff, isn't he? He's yeah, like yeah. I can just yeah, okay.
1: Also, who Mike also played in high school?
0: No, I didn't play him. I played. Oh, the,
1: yeah, you did that at your audition.
0: I played the effete uh, Harding guy. Yeah, Harding.
1: So our next story comes mm. to us from the Smithsonian Magazine.
0: Uh, oh, cool. What, is what? It <laughs> Another article on Fonzie's coat. Great.
2: <laughs> you know, I know I know we have a story to get to, but uh, Mike has touched on something that is there has to be a word for this. As soon as I heard Smithsonian, I also Uh, immediately thought of Fonzie's coat. Yeah. (laughs) It seems like there have been an inordinate number of articles written about Fonzie's jacket being in the Smithsonian
0: and on display. I mean,
1: where else does it deserve to be?
0: It's to the point where when you see a billboard for, you know, come visit the Smithsonian, and there's unquotes under it, the Fonzie's coat place. (laughs) That's what they're most known for yeah got <laughs> uh-huh. the,
2: the canvas and the leather one i'm sure
0: i did want to go there when i was a little kid because i think r2dg and c3po are Ooh, there wow. i no longer have that desire now that i found out that um c3po is uh, liberal <laughs> 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 i reject hollywood elites and their liberal biases
1: mm-hmm. so as you no doubt know the British Museum contains thousands of cursed objects that were stolen from around the globe. One of these items is a clay tablet made in ancient Babylon around 1500 BCE that contains an image that can only be seen in specific lighting conditions.
0: Are you sure it wasn't Babylon 80? No. All right, I'm, pretty,
1: I'm pretty sure <laughs> J. Michael Straczynski had something to do with it. <laughs> sorry, according, <laughs> According to one of the curators, quote, When you examine it and hold it under a lamp, those figures leap out at you across time in the most startling way. The tablet itself is a guide to exorcism and the hard to see figures are believed to be the oldest known images of ghosts. The tablet is small enough to fit into a hand and advises the exorcist to make figurines of a man and woman. Then it has the exorcist prepare two vessels of beer. And at sunrise, speak ritual words and call on the Mesopotamian god Shamish, who was responsible for bringing ghosts to the underworld. The idea was that it would transfer the ghosts into one of the figurines. According to ancient writers, ghosts were common in Mesopotamia, and they could manifest as an illness, or they might appear as a free-floating, full-torso, vaporous apparition. The tablet's final line of text Maybe its most important, as it warns readers to quote not look behind you.
0: Many slubs and zools were roast in the depths of the slaw <laughs> that day. I can tell you.
1: <laughs> That's pretty
0: cool. Uh, do do we have any pictures of this? I know uh, if you guys pictures. discuss
1: it, I can find a picture of it. It's yeah. not it wasn't like that in, in, impressive because it's just you can't really see it. So it's just well, like it's pretty fucking impressive. It's older and. Yeah, I mean it's 3,500 years old But I get it
2: when you look at it What what is Mike, do you know anything about Mesopotamia? Oh, what don't I know? The Fertile Um, Crescent We know a lot about Greek and Roman gods I don't yeah. know that I learned
0: about Mes- Mesopotamian. Well, unfortunately, lore. there isn't a video game with Mesopotamian gods in it that I can reference. Is there not? Um, that seems like fertile. I, not that I know of. I mean, I know. I feel like I know a lot about uh, Greek gods now because of that game Hades, and I play yeah. it a lot. And uh, yep. I, I know. I know everybody's relationships. Who's kind of a mm-hmm. jerk? Who's pretty cool? I don't know. They, there is there is a lot of uh, occult kind of stuff that seems to go back that far. I didn't. Right. Oh yeah. All right, for the listener, we're there looking we at a tablet that's been shared with us.
1: Yeah. You can't see the whole tablet that had everything that I described, but yeah, it looks like the 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 ghost is being bound and pulled into the doll. All right, I have an exorcism
2: question from the movie The Exorcist. Anytime I hear exorcism, I'm assuming it's removing some sort of spirit or demon from inhabiting a human being. But could could you perform an exorcism on a A house or a car, or like, have you ever heard of a
1: poltergeist?
2: Right, but is that is that an exorcism though? If you or is it something else? I don't remember what they called it in the movie.
1: You could exercise. I think exercising a demon is you know pulling it or spirit is pulling it out of wherever it is and transferring it somewhere else, possibly a gym where it's exercising. I think you can exercise (laughs) a
0: house. Oh boy. (laughs)
1: <laughs>
0: that's why people keep coming back they literally don't have to exercise they're weightless so there's no weight to lose mm-hmm. um will let them in planet fitness yeah bunch of lunks that would be yeah. <laughs> if i was a ghost in the planet fitness i would set off the lunk alarm constantly <laughs> confuse everyone but yeah no they'll, they'll bring in people to like that's the old like i'm gonna burn sage and walk around the house and, and, done it and here, and yeah, try to get the old ghosts right. out of the house. Uh, I've right. done it before, right? Y'all ever sage
2: to your house? I did it's Well, it's interesting, Mike, because I think both of us are, are real, our expertise with the paranormal is more of a forward thinking, forward looking. And I think sometimes we neglect looking back at the older rituals, the older ways of accomplishing mm-hmm. things we've been able to do via. Either sound bathing in your case, or quantum yes. magic. Yeah, yeah, yeah. so.
1: No, either of you ever seen a ghost?
2: Oh, absolutely. When? Absolutely. This morning.
1: I, I don't. Once, I you, it you find, Kevin, once
2: you become a, once you become attuned to a certain <laughs> world, to a certain reality. Uh-huh. Yeah. Uh, once you allow yourself to be pulled into that reality, once you allow uh-huh. yourself to to start working with the third eye, uh, that's when you'll start seeing these things. So I, yeah. I invite you to s- stop, stop putting this this. Artificial wall of modernity in front of the real spiritual plane
0: that all of us are born with access to. Uh-huh. That's why babies yeah. cry. That's why babies cry because they're just staring at ghosts all day. all day. The terrifying. And, bug. and you know, like I and I and I don't see I don't see as many ghosts as I hear them because mm-hmm. again I'm kind of more of a in the sound bathing world right there. But I hear those fuckers right. constantly. Well, that's your. That's been your gift. What are they yeah. saying? Yeah. I mean, everything from you know like. Uh, solve my murder. To um, can you wipe my bottom?
1: Can you wipe? Why, well, if, you, mm-hmm. if they're weightless, For, why okay, are they? It's a ghost. It's a ghost. It's a ghost that's that whole, died. That's
0: the whole gamut. It's, it's a it's... ghost that died with a dirty bottom, and it wants it wiped. I can't do anything about that. I cannot <laughs> wipe your. I don't even know what kind of toilet paper that would entail. Could that be uh, Elvis? I, it's not. He it the toilet. It, he's tied. I don't think. He, I think he's probably tied to Memphis. Oh, okay. If anywhere,
1: Egypt. Right? That makes sense. Yeah. Pyramids.
0: You know, here's the thing about ghosts. I do have a ghost question.
1: Okay. Okay. Mm-hmm. Is it
0: the clothes that you died in, or the clothes that you kind of wore the most that you're gonna be wearing when you stumble around uh, the the human realms forever, you know? Because it's always like you hear about like a, like a old Civil War general with his like uniform still on, or like a Victorian lady with the big... Uh, the big collar kind of thing, but you never hear like, you know, what about a new ghost? What about a fucking Uh kid? wearing a sublime t-shirt who's just wearing flip-flops and walking down the hall looking for his lost bong and you just hear the ghostly flap 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 of his feet That's That's and there's, terrible. there's there's like there's there's chains that are rattling but it's just his big old chain wallet from 1994 19- i thought True. it was i thought it
2: was what you were i thought in the case of the civil war general or the victorian ghost it was what you were buried in Maybe. I think it's what you died in if you're never recovered. Yeah. Okay. And I think you're more likely to be a ghost in that case.
1: Well, so the chain wallet kid would be really pissed because he'd be buried in a suit. Probably he didn't want to wear only, only haunting you in this in this suit because it's what my mom made me wear. Yeah, I, d- I definitely
0: remember thinking a number of times of like, oh, man, I still I don't have a will now. But um, but like as a kid going like, man, a lot of comics up for grabs. I got a new one. I got a Doctor Strange. No. <laughs> Doctor Strange uh, from <laughs> August of 1975. My birth mom got it for me at Comic-Con. Ooh, that's, that's wonderful. At Comic-Con? Oh. Yeah, yeah, she went in San Diego. Oh, wow. Look, look what's happening. Look what's happening. Pretty exciting. There there oh, so shit. There he What's happening On the high <laughs> desert? It's Mark Ryan. <laughs> It's a callback. Hey,
2: uh, for the listener, Mark Ryan has just joined us, and he looks furious.
1: (laughs) (laughs) In every way that furious, you know, because sometimes that just means, like, Mm. you're really happy, no, present, and then also you're very angry. Well, I think
0: he's he's angry because Halloween's getting closer, and he knows that it's a holiday that steers a lot of people in the wrong direction from Christianity.
1: (laughs) 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 He's... I'm
0: not a Christian, but I think I don't know why I'm being painted as one. Is is this a new thing that's happening? I just assumed. I just assumed. You just (laughs) assumed. I just assumed. I have like that Christian glow in my eyes. Well, I just, you know, I've figured. Politically,
2: values you just Mm -hmm. seem to be in line with.
1: You're always putting yourself on a cross and saying, why doesn't anybody appreciate me now? Mm -hmm. Screaming about cups (laughs) at Starbucks.
0: (laughs) You give me a goddamn red cup. Right. That's close to Christmas. And yes, it's called Christmas. Not fucking holidays. Don't
2: tell him happy holidays. Oh, he'll lose his fucking mind. I will
0: throw this peppermint spice latte in your face.
1: <laughs> so, uh, are you guys ready to get back to the show? Sorry. So
2: let's, no, let's pitch Mark up. Yeah. Cause I also want to ask Mark the question. I asked okay. Mike, uh, so apparently there were we, there were some some hullabaloo about some Mesopotamian tablets explaining mm. how to exercise mm. ghosts and spirits and stuff. Uh, not not like working out. Hey. I love it. <laughs> I love that everyone has made some sort of <laughs> exercise joke. No, that exor XOR or, ex- or, I get, or I exercising. It could be both. So the there's three questions, Mark, I think okay. if, if wow. I can remember them that I had about this one. Okay. Are you familiar with Mesopotamian mythology? Two is exorcism always removing a spirit or a demon from a person, or can it be just getting like banishing some sort of ghost or demon,
1: like from the Christine the car?
2: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, is that an exorcism, or is that just a banishment or a trapping situation? Or in the third, when the Mesopotamian tablet and we haven't really gotten this far, but I didn't want to go back to it. Ends with don't look behind you what was it that was supposed to be behind you while you're exercising this other thing this entity that is either a ghost or a demon or something else contained within the mesopotamian folklore the wingman Wing, wingman yeah you're you got the spirit who's you know possessing
0: the body and then you have uh-huh. the wingman it's in case you know helping out in case something happens. I would have thought that it's it was all it was a it was a prank, and I'm guessing that the tablet was in some sort of you know Mesopotamian library. And when you turn around, there's a guy taking a shit right in the middle <laughs> of the library, it's and been jack, a and for jacking a off time. to a jacking off to a, a tablet that just has a picture of a naked lady on it. That's right. Just somebody look at the way that they etched this lady. Ooh. Yeah. Ooh la la. <laughs> Ooh la la.
2: <laughs> I don't know enough about exorcism mm-hmm. to know whether or not if it's... We well, look to be in great shape. I've been go. working out. Um, there we go. <laughs> I, have, you guys already obviously discussed this. Has there been like any kind of conclusion about that? Because I would assume that you should, if if a house is haunted... By a spirit, and you get rid
0: of the spirit from the house, wouldn't you be exercising the spirit from the house? That's
1: what I would think, yeah,
0: yeah, I think you I, I believe that you can exercise spirits from items like you know creepy dolls or old statues, yeah, or uh houses, or they're just there i I, I assume that's the same term I, right? I and then that a banishment is more just uh-huh. like from this realm
1: entire right what it what about? a possessed treadmill
2: that just continually sets off the lunk alarm. <laughs> yeah. I it, I'm sorry, I still think the lunk alarm is good. I don't,
1: I don't know. Are, are, there, are Planet <laughs> Fitnesses everywhere? Is that like a...
2: They're everywhere. I think they're, they're okay. headquartered in Sweden. That's IKEA. Our Swedish listeners. That's probably will why stoked. they all, all the day look so good there. Yeah.
1: yeah, true. They
2: all work out all the time and they're mm-hmm. very positive with each other about their workout yeah, goals. they don't have lunk alarms mm-hmm. over there. They don't need them. <laughs> snacking on their lingonberries
0: and running on treadmills i have not seen a ghost so i'm i'm really used to ask that earlier i've never yeah. seen a ghost and i would really like to i would really appreciate well, i I, the opportunity. I, do have a,
1: I do have a ghost story it's really lame but i can tell it to you so i went to film school in vancouver british columbia and the uh our building was like renowned for having a ghost like all these late night cleaning people had quit and there were all these sightings And so I was in this studio shooting this short student film with somebody and all the lights were in front of us. So where I was, it was just like real, real dark, but you know, you could, but but in front of us, there weren't really any shadows because it's soft light. Anyway, all of a sudden I see somebody come up and stand next to me and I don't look over, but the guy next to me looks over and then, and then since he looked, I looked and there's nothing there. And I was like, what were you looking at? And he goes, I thought I saw somebody. And I totally saw somebody. I hope Ooh, your hair's standing on end. It's going white
2: even as we speak. Yeah, my pubic yeah, hair. That's just
1: because you're getting old, man.
2: I know. That is my favorite
0: feature of a good ghost story, though, is somebody's <laughs> hair turning white. Yeah. Have you ever had an encounter with a supernatural specter, Brian? I think no. I think any time I felt like I was in any kind of jeopardy, it's been
2: of human Alex Trebek kind (laughs) (laughs) that's right no I don't think yeah I don't think I've ever had supernatural fear I've had I've had like oh this is a crazy person kind of thing yeah I can't get myself worked up in a I've got an active imagination so I can pretend that something's scary when it's not so there's that
0: that's like a ghost might as well be one in many ways it is in in ancient cultures Mm -hmm it was.
2: I thought that was all pr- a prelude to Mike telling us a ghost story. I was like, oh no, he started by saying,
0: I oh, ain't yeah. seen a ghost. No, I've never seen one. Yeah, I've never, yeah. I've never... No. no, I guess I win this round. You do. You win. I am I'm, yeah. I'm. I really want to. I mean, again, invitation right. to a ghost. Show up. <laughs> Freak me out. I may, scre- I may scream in the moment, but I'll thank you for it later.
1: Our next story comes to us from The Hill, which is usually a political news site, I guess, but in this case, it's about something else. So I think we all love a good, spooky Halloween monster song. And there's no bigger spooky Halloween monster song than Bobby Boris Pickett's 1962 hit, The Monster Mash.
0: Yeah. Who's working in the lab, late one? (laughs) (laughs) night?
1: The song features Pickett singing about a creepy monster party while doing his best Boris Karloff impression. So here's the weird thing, though. The song has a backup chorus that sings things that are mostly variations on the phrase, the monster mash. Or he did the mash, they played the mash, or wahoo, monster Monster, mash.
0: Monster mash, wahoo. But
1: this is where it gets weird, though. Specifically, the the singer sings both, the, the next two lines. One line is, the zombies were having fun And the other line was, the party has just begun. But the backup singers behind both those lines, for some reason, sing, ooh, tennis shoe, wahoo. And so The Hill, again, usually a political outlet, investigated this. They couldn't ask Bobby Pickett directly because he died in 2007. But what they found is that no one, including Bobby Pickett, could ever remember why the lyrics were used or what they meant. The Monster Mash, however, went to number one in 1962 and has sporadically returned to the Billboard charts, including in 2021 when it went to number 37.
0: Oh, wow! Wow! I wonder if like he's got a kid that's like making.
1: I mean, it sold it sold a million copies by like 1973, and it probably has sold a million copies since then. But I couldn't find the sales figures.
0: Ooh, tennis shoe!
1: yeah. After so, it's. The zombies were having fun. Ooh, tennis shoe. The party has just begun. Ooh, tennis shoe. Uh, Dr. Domeno is probably the person who dug the deepest, confirmed that that was the lyric asked Bobby Boris Pickett. And he just went, it was a long time ago. I don't remember. And then he died the next year. There you go.
2: Wow. Clear evidence
0: of the supernatural. I think. Yeah. That's if that's not the dark arts, I don't know what it is
1: maybe the tennis shoe is like I'm running away. Like I I stumbled on the monster party and I'm scared. I got to get these tennis shoes running. Well, so but specifically that was, it was a
0: backup to when they're talking about zombies.
1: The zombies were having fun. The party had just begun.
0: So I, I have a question for yeah. Michael, and this is a real
2: question because the first thing I think of is that they were trying to record this song very, very quickly it was written with the idea that ah, oh, there's gonna be there's gonna be backing vocals and it's gonna be kind of this, right? Yeah. And there was like, well, what do you want us to do? It's like I don't know. And somebody just to have syllables and sounds to use to have the continued backing vocals? Is it is that the most likely thing that happened? Do you think that it was just like uh oh, t- something like tennis shoe, and they just said tennis shoe?
1: I maybe mean, maybe you know I mean you just the zombies were having fun, ooh fun, you know having fun. The party just begun, just begun. You know, something like that. But then you can't do tennis shoe while... Well, we... I need to hear the song because you're... Mark's going yeah. to auto auto-tune that so I sound a lot better. <laughs> no, I did the <laughs> exactly way it was.
2: He might detune it even more. Well, it's too bad Mark left because I know that
0: he, he covers he that probably, every Halloween. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's... I mean, I know like Bobby Bear Jr. is one of his biggest influences.
1: Bob, Bobby Boris Pickett. Yeah, yeah, him too. <laughs> Both of those guys. Was this
0: before or after One-Eyed,
2: One-Horned, Flying Purple People Eater?
1: Uh, I think that was earlier. I'm not 100% sure. I know Bobby Boris Pickett wrote some other songs, but nothing else was a hit.
0: Okay, so I just listened to to it and yes it is very clear tennis shoe and it's uh, under the part where they're going the zombies were having fun the party had just begun the guests included wolfman and dracula and his son the scene was rocking I'm just going to read the lyrics the scene was (laughs) rocking all were digging the sounds Uh Igor on chains backed by his baying hounds the coffin bangers were about to arrive with their vocal group the Crypt Kicker 5, they played the mash, they monster mash. Out from his coffin, Drax voiced did a ring, Seems to do his trouble by just one thing. He opened the lid and shook his fist uh-huh. and said, whatever happened to my Transylvanian twist? <laughs> so apparently Dracula it's now the mesh. Dracula is furious that the styles of dance have changed uh, oh wow okay
2: well, that's on theme for dracula
0: right? now, everything's cool drac's a part of the band and the monster mash is the hit of the land for you the living this mash was meant to when you get to my door tell them boris sent you and then monster, uh-huh. Mish, monster Mash, monster mr mash let me let the i i skipped the beginning the beginnings i was working in the lab late one night my uh-huh. eyes beheld an eerie sight for my monster from his slab began to rise and suddenly, to my now, surprise, he wait, monster Wait, hold, hold on, hold
1: on, hold oh, on. can you read the part about the monster again?
0: And suddenly, to my surprise, he uh-huh. did the mash, the monster mash. For my monster, from his slab began to rise. Uh,
1: oh, I see what they're talking about. Oh. Yeah, he's, he's a Frankenstein, yeah.
0: and he no,
1: he's, he's
0: waking up, and he's erect. Was a dick reference. He's erect. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Okay. He's got morning, morning wood. Yeah. Well. Yeah. But well. This it's, is maybe it's nice this maybe at night, but yeah. still, he's you know from a laboratory stick. in the castle east to the master bedroom where the vampires feast. That's weird. They mm-hmm. eat in their bed, in the bedroom, not yeah, a kitchen. Weird. Maybe that was, yeah. The ghouls all came from their humble abodes to get a jolt from my electrodes. Now, I have been to a party like that where <laughs> somebody had a stun gun and, you know, like took, took uh, uh-huh. you know, took a little thing. I, that would be fun. I would definitely. Do play a little bit of uh play a little bit of drunken uh battery jump start. That's a mm-hmm. good time, that's fun, right? Yeah, and an old cat. I that's honestly, this party sounds pretty rad. <laughs> Mashed in. Okay, then it's the zombies having fun. The party just begun at some point. Yeah, you've got zombies who yeah. are hanging out, you've got right. Dracula and his son, you got Frankenstein's monster, mm-hmm. you have a wolf man. Michael the Frankenstein himself is not invited just his monster. No, he's there. He's there and so then, they're both there. Yeah. And then Igor okay. shows up a back wallflower. by his bang house. Igor has dogs. So this is like a dog yeah. friendly Austin kind of situation. The coffin bangers were about to arrive. That sounds like a band with their vocal group oh, yeah. the Crypt Kicker 5. So uh, sound it's pretty good. Kind of it sounds like a real fucking, you know, garage rock rip off records kind of mm-hmm. thing. <laughs> um, <laughs> And then, so, but then there is this one troubling moment where Dracula he's furious and he yells out. He's he's he shakes. He opens the lid. And he shakes his fist at everyone. He says, "Whatever happened to my Transylvanian twist?" He gets he gets up and he's like, "Listen, these dances are too sexual. Everyone is really <laughs> sexualizing Halloween. Uh-huh. Let's take it back to the fifties where it was nice and the twist." Okay, I think they, the Monster match involves a lot of rubbing of genitals on each okay. other very you know, well, that's why you it's, know, the... it's a very it's a very bdsm and rubber gloves kind of situation <laughs> that's right
1: I, I, Mark's I gonna be this so some... bad. he's gonna have cut out all that shit and now he's like oh god damn it this is uh yeah. this is really is... this i i mean i haven't checked but
0: is there any chance that this was written about denton texas there's a very good chance.
2: So is there is this one of those on the on the album when this was released? Were there dance steps on the back? Is there truly a dance called the think, Monster Mash? I
1: think there was my my aunt had a copy. And I, now that you say that, I think there were dance steps on the back. So
2: way to do it.
0: And you've released stuff like that before, right,
2: Mike?
1: I've released a lot of I mean, I, I primarily
0: a lot of my songs are made for, you know, I wrote the dance and then I wrote a song to go with the dance to describe the dance let's see here okay now i found some monster mass mash choreography uh on the web and there's well, you, gotta, uh,
1: you gotta see this album cover
0: there's uh there's a lot of holding your hands out straight frankenstein zombie style or i guess like, right. what a lot of a lot of monsters do that and then there's you can say that. to my surprise you thing. have to look surprised that's oh yeah there. okay oh yeah look at that
1: doing in this picture, I'm showing you the Monster Mash. There's a mummy. Now, was there a mummy in the lyrics? There's no mummy in the lyrics. This, mm. this can't be the original no. album cover. I don't know if this dance is accurate. though. that's Peter Pan Records, yeah.
2: right? That's that's a later. Like, can we can we verify like when it was first released what it looked like? I feel like there was probably a much more serious tone. It might not have had a counter. It, it was only later recognized as something that kids liked. I think when it first was when it first came out, the intent
0: was yeah, it for was a more adult, sophisticated it audience. Like, oh, yeah. It was probably for like occultists and stuff like that, right. like for like people involved in the spiritualism movement. Right. I mean, that's why I've I've already oh, started this a letter it. campaign to have it taken off
2: the radio for all time. <laughs> it plays uh, in the first room of the Hell House. Yeah. Oh, yeah.
0: Oh, we're having such fun.
2: Uh huh. Wait a minute. Dracula's. What do they do? Wolf people. White. What?
1: So yeah. I okay. So I got the cover here. This is the cover. We got kind of oh, a yeah. a ghoul. That's pretty scary. That's pretty sign. serious. Yeah, yeah. That's super serious. A graveyard. And then the back cover, which I really like. Unfortunately, is just a small the small thing. It's like, it looks like something a, a teenager would have written on his book cover. And it uh, has like a, a Dracula explaining something to a guy. And there's some dialogue with the picture. Well, there's
0: it. a Frankenstein. There's an Igor. And there's mm-hmm. Boo Boo the bear. From- oh,
1: that is Boo Boo.
2: So this was made then with no thought it would ever have any success at
0: all. Right. No, yeah. I'm sure. Yeah. And he named the band the, the Crypt Kickers. Bobby Boris Pickett and the Crypt Kickers. Like, so that's. And so to read this to, there's some comics, Frankenstein, yeah, okay. a horrific Frankenstein is standing next to a very, uh, uh, I don't know, kind of Boris Yeltsin looking. Yeah. Dracula. Like a windblown kind of yeah. like he just yeah. got off the Audubon. Well, oh, so wait, the Frankenstein's supposed to be Boris.
1: Oh yeah. Yeah. Pick
0: it. So would you believe what's happening? Drawer? And then, yeah, like, yes, Boris. Number one telephone request whenever it's being played, even in Trans-San Diego. <laughs> and he says, Calm yourself, calm yourself, parrot. You're stepping on my wing. And I don't see any parrots. I don't understand that. And then yeah, there's uh, Boo
1: Boo, but he's not okay, a parrot. Okay. Yeah.
0: What, 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 what he called? Oh, the he is a parrot.
1: No, he it is. is I parrot. see. Oh, yeah. he is a
0: parrot. Yeah. 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 And he says, How can I be calm when we're selling so many records? And then the Igor kind of thing is going, Master, it's coming back, Mash,
1: good. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like I feel like Dracula here is still a little bothered about his Transylvania twist. But this all this can't be the original, then, right? Because no, yeah, they're records. already bragging
0: okay. about yeah. how many yeah. records that they are yeah. selling. Yeah. That's. Although, I, I like that. I mean, I kind of want to do that with my next thing. Yeah,
2: just on the initial release. Just. <laughs> yeah. Holy
0: shit, we're selling a lot of records. Yeah. So this is 1962. Yeah. It was a smash,
2: a graveyard smash. Yeah. Yes. yeah. What I want to know is, especially in... And that was an era of... Like, if you were successful at something, it got copied over and over and over again, right? So, surely, there was... Either he was copying somebody else, or there had to be just tons and tons of novelty monster records right
1: yeah there were lots of novelty records and that was where i think somebody had asked him about writing a novelty song because he'd been in bands and stuff and he was like i don't know and then he decided he, he wanted to do it and i guess they wrote it really fast they recorded it in just a couple takes and uh and it just was like an instant hit and then he never had another hit again I think there
0: used to be a lot more of, and by a lot more, I think it was just like once every two years there was a massive novelty hit. There was always like a yeah. novelty song that was kind of in the zeitgeist, and then Weird Al kind of showed up, kind of just dominated the genre for from pretty much from then on out. I don't, and I don't think it's as just it's just not as much anymore. I don't think that novelty songs really happen as much.
1: But yeah, we had a lot of. There were still a lot of them in the '80s that like were like. I mean, I would even say like. man Fever.
0: The Offspring kind of became a novelty band when they were doing like "Pretty Fly for a White Guy" and um, yeah. and like "Original Prankster" and. Got it. Yeah. Got it. You know, there's uh, there's there's definitely always there's always like a maybe it's not the full on novelty you know, out and out thing, but there's always a song that's, you know, every couple years that still kind of makes its way into the zeitgeist. That's um, a novelty, just banger. that just like blows up. All right. I, one of my favorite 30 rock jokes is when they call reference to Tracy Morgan's character's, Novelty hit Werewolf Bar Mitzvah, and the lyrics are: (laughs) Werewolf Bar Mitzvah, spooky, scary. Boys turn into men, men turn into wolves.
1: (laughs) (laughs) But he wrote a he wrote a Star Trek spoof called Star Drek. He wrote a King Kong spoof called King Kong Your Song, and he wrote a Monster Mash sequel in the eighties called Monster Rap.
2: Oh Oh, yeah, I bet that's fantastic i well, I'm sure I've heard a lot of that on Dr. Demento, right,
1: yeah, Probably. a lot of this was played on Dr. Demento, right, in fact, even premiered there, so Mike, I believe you have a segment for or a story for us here,
0: well, you know
1: uh it's Halloween,
0: so I wanted to do a Halloween story, and uh we grew up in the era of a little bit more parental i I don't know i I guess I should ask even like what's I mean your daughter's pretty young, but um. So, trick or treating, what's the vibe of parents and kids going out trick or treating these days? I mean, I guess she's young enough, there's no way she could go out alone, but have you thought about when it's time for her to go out trick or treating Mm -hmm. alone? Do you think that, what age do you think that would be? I don't, I don't know what age that is. I think that's
2: just one of those things. And it's, I mean, it is, it's also part of what I was saying earlier and kind of what you're talking about now is that it was a time when it was much more kid oriented. Yeah. It was also, I lived in a place where there were lots of kids. And so it was really easy to go out yeah, and do that
0: the, the, near the, near the rich, the rich, the, near the rich kid, junior high. Yeah, as that's true. To the kid I wasn't that. trick-or-treating when I was in junior high. I was, it was,
2: it's it <laughs> it not the case, but oh, I mean, if that's the fantasy world you want to live in, that's fine. The point being, I see, I see other parents doing stuff and there's lots of like driving your kid from house to house and they yeah. get out mm-hmm. and run to the door and then run back to the car. It's sounds it exhausting is.
1: for everybody. Yeah.
0: It's, it's strange, but, um, you know, do you, re- do you guys remember, did your folks, when you get home with your candy yeah. and do you do this, look through all the candy, make sure there's no razor blades sticking out or tampering of the candy.
2: I look at the candy, but it's an allergy related thing mostly. And yeah. and also like, yeah, if there's something open, I'm just going to throw it out or something gross. Right. Yeah. I want to expose yeah.
0: you to gross candies. Did did your folks go through your stuff and look at it to make sure it was safe?
2: I think I think my folks might have taken it to get x-rayed once. Oh
0: wow. Yeah, that was a thing. That was a thing, yeah. Yeah. They did. There have been almost no deaths. Literally there's been one death from kids eating candy and death happened in 1974 in pasadena texas um oh texas yeah pasadena texas so it's 74 it's halloween uh there's this guy ronald clark o'brien he's got two kids he's got an eight-year-old son named timmy and then a younger child i can't i don't know how old but like a year or two younger He goes and meets up with his uh, family friend and buddy Jim Bates, and they go out to Jim Bates' uh, you his can't neighborhood. Trust a Jim Bates. Well, they go and they're hanging out at the house, and Jim Bates has three kids, but only two of them wanted to go trick or treating or whatever. So the the so the the two dads and four kids go out, and they're going around from house to house, and um, uh, they get stuff here and there, and uh, when they get home. Yeah, Ronald O'Brien, and and leaves. he leaves Tim's Uh house, and he's like, I'm going to take the kids home. And when he takes his kids home, the kids are like, I want to add some candy before I go to sleep. And uh, they're like, all right, you can pick one thing out each. And one kid Uh picks out, I don't know, like a Snickers. The other kid picks out, he got a a big old pixie stick, like a giant pixie stick. That's right, pixie Mm. sticks. So the kid just puts a little bit of the hip pixie stick in his mouth. Yeah. And goes like, oh, my stomach hurts. Like, like within a couple minutes, goes to the bathroom, starts throwing up. The dad's like, holy shit, goes and throws his kid in the car. And, but by the time he gets to, by the, oh no, he calls the ambulance, ambulance gets there. By the time they get him in the ambulance and just like halfway down the street, the kid has died. So this eight year old kid, his kid, his name was Timothy, Timothy O'Brien is dead from this thing. So immediately, obviously or they 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 see very quickly that you know this kid was poisoned, and it was it was cyanide and like a lot of cyanide, and they're like, well, what did he eat? And so the the last thing he ate was the pixie stick. Oh mm-hmm. shit! Call over call over the the Bates house. You uh-huh. don't, are you guys no pixie sticks. Don't let the kids eat any candy. You know and. Uh-huh. um He's like, okay, he's like, and he goes and he remembered Jim Bates remembered that he had, uh, that he had like three big old giant pixie sticks and went and looked in the kids bags. The kids were already in bed asleep and he realized like, oh my God, there's only two in here. He goes and runs upstairs and one of his kids is just lying on the bed with a pixie stick goes to shake him. But the kid wakes up and realizes that the kid couldn't figure out how to open it. And he just fell asleep <laughs> trying wow. to
2: open it. Hey, Mike, real quick for the listener. I I'm wondering if Pixie Sticks are one of those things that we all oh, know yeah, exactly okay. what it so is, but people have
0: no idea what a pixie stick is. I don't they make them anymore. Normally it's it's about the size of a straw, drinking straw. Yeah. Uh, and it's a two it's about drinking straw and it's just filled with powder. It's basically like crushed up sweet tarts. And it's just filled with like sugar powder. And uh you open it on one end and just kind of dump it down your filthy, filthy gullet. And, um, it's just, it's just sugar. It's yep. just yeah. sugar. It's just straight sugar. And these, but these were these like crazy 24 inch giant ones. So anyway, they go there, they take it in and they're like, well, obviously like where, you know, they, I guess they test some stuff. They, uh, they test the pixie stick first. Cause it was the thing that he, that he ate. And yes, it is like full of cyanide. Somebody oh, has, wow. Somebody has gone in and it was like enough cyanide to kill like three adult men, you know, on there. They look at the other pixie sticks. Yes, there's cyanide in all of them. So they're like, where the fuck did you get these? And they're, they're like trying to remember. And one of the kids is like, I remember the kid, the dad of the kid who died said, Said, um, "Oh my God, somebody's really rich around here because they're these giant Pixie sticks. Because either like the the you know the foot and the two foot long ones or whatever. It's so like in pool bars, somebody's really rich giving these out. And then like, who was it? And and the the Ronald o'brien's like, fuck, I I don't know. We just we're walking around and hanging out and not. I wasn't really thinking about it or anything. And like, and it wasn't his neighborhood. So they go back trying to figure out the neighborhood." They just drive around and he's just, you know, the, the cops is, you know, he's just like in a state of shock and they don't know which house it was or whatever. He's like, it might be this, it might be that like a day or two later, he walks in the daytime. He's like, I think this is the house. They go and knock on the door and a a guy comes out and they, they do the whole cop thing on him and realize like, no, this guy couldn't have done it. He was at work, you know, at like a, a town away or something like that. He worked like an overnight, his wife and kid were there but they you know they didn't seem they didn't seem likely and I, they, I but they still got the whole full thing so now on top of this the entire town has gone into crazy lockdown not only that like pretty much and this is 74 apparently like all of the US is like holy shit yeah this is this is going to like you know destroy everything like the world is kind of freaked out about it cops are running around still frantically trying to find who this person is and then at some point during timothy's funeral somebody overhears ronald talking about how he's going to need a vacation after all this
1: ronald's the, the dad ronald's right?
0: the dad like that he's just he just came into some money so he's really going to need a vacation from this this whole experience going somewhere nice maybe hawaii the cops kind of looking now the thing is like ronald is ronald's not he's uh he lives with his wife diane and two children are still together he lives middle class suburb of houston houston he uh-huh. works as an optician he's a deacon in the baptist church where he sings choir and he oversees a, a a bus program for old people um everybody considered him a great model citizen good christian man and above average father mm-hmm. but looking into it they realize like Ronald's been fired from like 20 companies in the last 10 years. Mm -hmm. And Ronald's uh, really, really in debt. And Ronald just took out some huge life insurance policies on his kids. And not only that, kept upping the insurance policies up to the point where they realized that like, It was like the most money anyone as like really has on their kids. Like it was just these crazy. uh, Yeah, why would you ever insure a child for a
2: significant amount of money? Insure a child when
0: his take-home salary was like 150 bucks a week, and whatever the insurance policy was set up, there he was going to get sixty thousand dollars from from Timothy dying. Which sixty thousand dollars in in nineteen? I don't know. I don't know. I don't know what the math is, but sixty thousand dollars in nineteen. Seventy-four money's got to be what, like five hundred thousand, maybe four hundred thousand.
1: I'd say probably three-ish. Okay, three hundred thousand. So they're
0: like, "Let's look into this." And then, yeah, a little bit, a little bit later, they kind of look down, and this, this ding dong was going to chemical places and saying, "So, uh, how much cyanide would it uh, take to kill a, a human being?" And on top of that, going like, well, can I get some in a small? Because like, I guess you could buy cyanide from the cyanide from these like chemical companies, but you got to buy like a barrel for some like industri- mm-hmm. industrial kind of use. He's like, can I just get like a get like a bottle or whatever? And nobody nobody actually even knows where he got it, where he did get the cyanide, but because right. they never actually like, he goes to trial, he's convicted, he's put on, you know, gets the death penalty and he but maintains his innocence the entire time i think towards the end when he finally got murdered he uh or when he got i don't know murdered is the word when he got killed by the state and whatever you want to call it um executed I'm defending i'm not defending him uh <laughs> sounds like you're real uh, upset that he's he should have gone free well, no i'm not
1: it Sounds like you're trying to say you know you don't use that word hero very often but <laughs> in this case so yeah
0: no they it, it was him He did it and yeah, he, he, but the thing is like he put the cyanide in all of those pixie sticks and apparently they think his reasoning was because if these, if his neighbor's kids or his friend's kids died too, then it would really seem like, oh, this is just some crazy person doing it. Uh, But apparently the other thing that they remembered was, like I said, they all went out together and it was in, uh, Tim, the Bates neighborhood. When they got back, some of the kids are like. You know, oh look what I got! Look what I got! And the neighbor's kid was gonna start eating his uh, pixie stick, and he's like, no, 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 because obviously, if that kid would have died first, he didn't have insurance policies on those kids. He's got insurance uh, yeah. policies on his kids. He's like, ah, no, 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 <laughs> and made up some kind of like real half-ass lie that like, but like a thing that no one would have really. I love to eat candy before you go to bed. Yeah, or just some kind of, but like very, like apparently, like jumped over it, and they they did they found they found like uh you know he he sucked at all of this he they found a they found a pocket knife in his house with pixie stick residue on it from when he pried open the the things and poured the stuff in there, and so with the, he gets uh, he gets death row, and about ten years later they kill him in nineteen eight yeah nineteen eighty four ten years later, and there's a huge crowd out there and then uh and apparently when when not when they died everyone starts throwing up candy in the air and shouting trick or treat oh trick my god or treat, trick or treat and but it is that you know it's that fucking shitty crazy thing it's like when i complain about when i complain about having to take off my shoes at the airport cuz one no. fucking dipshit stuck yeah. a stuck a pack of black cats you know, in the, in the sole of his sneaker and then couldn't figure out how to light a match to do it. Like now all of us have to take off our fucking shoes. It is like a crazy thing of like, yeah. And it, and it's cause I didn't really know this story. I think I maybe heard that it happened, but I mostly heard like, yeah, it's never, it's not a problem. Like it's not You're a right. thing that happens at all, but like it's become this urban myth that it's this constant and always possible terror to happen you know that it's mm-hmm. this thing that's that's just happening all the time when in reality it just happened this one time but nonetheless you hear that story and you're kind of like and it's crazy too that all the you know the the, the rumor is someone is going to put you know a razor blade or poison in the kid's candy but in reality like that's someone the only time it's ever happened that someone was the kid's own father yeah as a as a kid that grew up constantly having to like make sure that my parents give the candy the once over it is it was yeah. it was interesting to find this way so when you're out and about this halloween if someone gives you a giant pixie stick maybe don't eat it <laughs> because there might be cyanide in it cyanide in it but also it's really fucking gross and that's too much sugar you, you don't eat wait, too much it sugar yeah, it's you not good for diabetes
1: and that's almost as deadly mm and cyanide it's like
0: slow it's slow acting cyanide mm-hmm. I, I that's the first thank you mike
2: that's the first time i've actually heard that story but i do specifically remember never being able to keep the pixie sticks were just taken away like, yeah they're just oh, gone. Really? I, I, oh yeah 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 pixie sticks i only know ones. i know what they are because i know what they are but i i may still have not had a pixie stick in my life surely yeah. I have. but like when i was a kid like cause they they came in like little weren't they in paper Yeah, Yeah, like paper straws, paper straws, straws. straws, just full of sugar. These
0: ones that he did were these big plastic, these giant plastic ones that. Right. But I don't, it is crazy. So like, so what had happened? They remembered the house and they remembered that the, the, it was, the lights were off and, and they remembered O'Brien going, oh, well, let's just go check this house anyway. And they go up and knock on the door, like I guess nobody's here. The kids run back, and then the dad follows a little, just a little while later. Is like, hey kids, somebody answered the door. They must be rich. This is what they gave us. I I don't know. Maybe he hid those pixie sticks, those big ass pixie sticks. Like I don't know if he hid them on the property or if he like had them, maybe had them in his coat or something like that. Probably, right. yeah. but. Yeah, and then for his, his lie the whole time, I was like, I didn't see who gave him to me. I just saw like a, a hairy arm stick its, its hand out. <laughs> a tried,
2: hairy arm.
0: Trading spaces all over again. Yeah.
2: <laughs> well, I, And I wonder too, this is, so now I'm having another faint, very faint memory uh-huh. that perhaps, like I, I, I almost. Think
1: it's not a regression for Brian.
2: No, 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 no. Like, I remember the Pixie Sticks thing fine. I remember that it was razor blades and apples and like needles and candy mm, and like soft candy. Yeah. But I also kind of remember it wasn't when, when porch lights were off. It wasn't just that, like, there was, I remember there being a little more of you don't go to houses without the light on. And I wonder if that became part of the story in the paper before they discovered mm. who did this that, like, they had gone to a, they made the mistake of going to someone who had indicated that, like, it that was,
0: yeah, like that was
2: part of the 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 mystery. Was there the one, was I wouldn't have poisoned any children if they just yeah. had paid. They just followed the social norms of yeah. not going <laughs> to the <my> house <laughs> when the light was
0: off. There's a rule. They they should have <laughs> noted that poor kid. Though God damn, that is so yeah. fucking yeah. wild. Yeah, fucking but yeah. the, the whole town apparently was just insanely traumatized and just did not celebrate Halloween for. Decades. Oh yeah, Pasadena
2: is small, especially back then.
0: Yeah, and then, yeah, for months that being the story, and thinking that's. And I did, I did dig up like a bunch of news uh footage of unrelated to this thing of just them talking about the X-raying of candy, mm-hmm. and the the lady saying, "No, we've never found anything." But also, like, I'm scared. This is something we should do, which seems like the biggest waste of time ever. Yeah.
2: <laughs> I don't know if they ever actually did it. But yeah, I, I
0: do remember no, it did. on thing. this news story they they were doing and they showed people in line to do it. I I'm trying to think my folks ever did it
2: though. Oh Come yeah. On. I don't think uh, they did. I remember but I remember talking about it and yeah, the going through the candy and like ah. but yeah. yeah, I
1: feel like my parents would talk about that but then just say just make sure nothing's opened and then also I feel like once they did like once when I was like maybe 8, they did go through my candy, but it was just to pick out the candy they wanted. And then mm. was like oh here's your here's your 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 hubba bubba whatever double bubble that nobody really wants a bunch of smarties
2: I, I, yo yeah, the smarties way too many smarties smarties I feel are just packed pixie sticks right mm. it's the pixie sticks are what they sweep up on the off the
0: floor in the factory yeah. in, the, in the smarty factory right?
2: right yeah, don't like sugar daddies
0: too sticky too sugar yeah. They, they, okay. they, they, you're going to learn you're going to lose a." lose a feeling.
1: Yeah. 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 Now I remember I remember having old candy from like the year the Halloween or two before and I would bite down on the Sugar Daddy and my my mouth would be glued together for a while. Like, yeah I just had to sit there with the, the thing in my
2: another I've had a lot of questions and I'm okay. realizing so I know that Thanksgiving is a US American only thing. Is Halloween is and especially Halloween, not just Halloween, but the the Cultural phenomenon known as trick or treating is that also just us? Have we just have we just baffled every all of our 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 Danish, Swedish, French, Irish, Scottish, Brazilian, Lithuanian, and Thai listeners?
1: It says the activity is prevalent in the United Kingdom, Ireland, the United Mm. States, Canada, and Australia, and then also in northwest, northwestern, and central Mexico. All right, where instead of trick or treat, you say. Can you give me my little skull? I don't
0: yeah it does seem like a real hodgepodge of like real hodgepodge of a bunch of other holidays like it's like one of the
1: better
2: things that we have I'm I it it's is. one I like
1: going to your it's neighbor's really, house yeah. and like
2: having them give you candy and kind of having fun with strangers it's kind of nice yeah
1: yeah it is a Man. friendly time but <laughs> i think i think overseas they've probably seen the halloween movies stranger things i mean i, I think that they know trick or treating is a a thing that happens in the United States.
0: Well, it does. And it's fun. It's yeah. (laughs) I, I I encourage all you other countries to start up your own trick or treating, but be careful because you never know. Like Danzig says, (laughs) candy apples and razor blades. (laughs) I love, uh, wait, can I say this? Uh, Here's my favorite thing about Halloween, the song Halloween by Glenn Danzig. The lyrics are bonfires burning bright. Mm-hmm. Pumpkin faces in the night. I remember mm-hmm. Halloween. He called the jack o' lanterns pumpkin faces. <laughs> he called them pumpkin faces. Pumpkin faces.
1: Oh, it is the same number of syllables, too, isn't
0: it? Which, keep in mind, pumpkin faces, similar to pumpkin heads. That's, Ooh,
1: that's shit, Brian.
0: That's, <laughs> Shiver me timbers. Yeah, I know. That's the <laughs> one thing that scares our naval, our naval officers.
1: <laughs> So that wraps up another week of the International News Service. Find us across social media at International News Pod. Email us at internationalnewspod at gmail.com. The next time you want to scare some neighbors, dress your kids up as the INS hosts, especially Mike, because he's really scary. Check out the INS merch store at Redbubble and our Patreon. We'll see you next week.
0: Happy Halloween. Thank you for listening to the International News Service. Don't forget to rate, review, and subscribe to the podcast. INS, the news you need.